Hello, my loves. If you tuned in last week, then you know that Two Wild Orchids, the place you used to come for sex and fun, will now be called Sex Unshamed. But we don't launch until August 11th. So you might wonder, what are you doing here? What I'm doing here is making sure that we continue to make impact in the world. Right after I released that show, I actually got a message from Cherish Hamutoff, who is the senior casting producer at the Emmy Award-winning Creative Content Group. They actually won. Oh, wait, you know what? I won't tell you. She tells you in the interview. But what this means for you is they're doing a polyamory show. It's called Modern Love Polyamory. It's for a premium streaming network, which let's be clear, we all know who the premium streaming network is. We just can't say it. She has a new show coming out on HBO Max, July 29th. that premieres. It's called F-Boy Island. And she wants you. If you have ever wanted to be in a poly relationship, it doesn't matter if you're LGBTQ, it doesn't matter if you're straight, it doesn't matter if you're coupled, it doesn't matter if you're single. They want to talk to you if you've never done it and you think you might want to. Because this is the way the world evolves. We get to show up, we get to be different, we get to own our space, we get to see ourselves as other people see them and as we hope to be seen, and we get to be more than we thought we were. Now, I personally have applied to be one of the experts available on it, so wouldn't that be so cool? But I want you to apply. The uh, links are in the show notes, so make sure to go in there. But for now, I want you to hear my wonderful discussion with my new best friend, Cherish. And don't forget to apply. The deadline is August 6th, so hurry up. So Cherish, you are here with me today because we are going to talk about, you messaged me, I'm so excited you did. And you said, hey, I have this poly show. Do you think any of your people would want to play with me? <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Is that is that about what happened? That's about what happened. Yeah, I stalked you down. And I appreciated it because I thought, I want to play on the poly show. Who else can play? But you have a poly show coming out called Modern Love Polyamory. You are a casting agent. You do reality television show casting. So okay. one of the first questions I want to ask you is, are there any shows that we would know that my audience would know that you've done because they're going to want to know you're legit. You're not like this person from, you know, BFE who has no talent. Could you tell us some shows that you've worked on? Yeah, absolutely. So I am working with creative content group and we're the Emmy award-winning casting company that got the Emmy for drag race, RuPaul's drag race. So hopefully a lot of your viewers know that. My son's favorite show. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Everyone who has tastes favorite show. (laughs) (laughs) So, come on. Um, and we uh, just got another Emmy nomination this last week, actually. So, for, for, can you tell us for what show? Yeah, for RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, another it, one for that one. Like 13, right? Or, don't quote me, but it got a bunch of other nominations just this last week. I mean, no, nominations just came out. Congratulations. Okay, so I didn't know that for the record. As you know, I didn't know that till just now. Congratulations. Oh, I didn't thanks. know I was talking to an Emmy Award winner. Hold on. I feel like I need to sit up a little straighter. Not me, but, but <laughs> the company. The that company. is wonderful. Okay. Yeah. But you you were not doing RuPaul's Drag group. Race. Yeah, no, 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 I don't. There's a small crew on it. Um, I'll post for it and everything. And I love them. I'd love to work on it, but it's a very small crew on that. That's been on it for a long time. But I've been with the Loka for about eight years. I do pop around a little bit, but I've been with her over over eight years. Um, I personally have worked on several seasons of Big Brother on CBS. I cast season one and season two of CBS's Love Island. Um, I have a new show coming out uh, July 29th for HBO Max called F-Boy Island. I watched the trailer for that before you and I sat down today because I thought I want to see what she does. 
oh my, I, I don't know who I want to be on that show. It looks amazing. Let me say that. F-Boy Island, I, when I saw that, I was like, did that come out yet? Because I really do want to see it now. Because everyone, okay, so on my show, we curse. Everybody wants a fuckboy. Everybody wants a fuckboy sometimes. Like, I have this beautiful fuckboy. Oh, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so he would be really good for your show. Anyway, but so F-Boy Island comes out on July 29th. But then you contacted me about Modern Love Polyamory. And I was so excited because I feel like what has happened in the reality TV show world there was a show out, and I, I don't know if you're, I apologize in advance if this was one of your shows for what I'm about to say, but it was, they used to call it Married and Dating, and then they called it Polyamory, and they've changed the names a couple of times. And the first season I thought was, was pretty good, the first, but by the second season, it had manifested into something that was very not poly, not relationship-based, and, and not indigenous to what poly people think and believe, which is about relationships and love. So tell me about this show. What are we doing here? What's the premise? Yeah, this show is that entry level. There's a lot of misconceptions about what polyamory is. And me coming in as a casting agent, a lot of the terms are new to me. So if I mess up anything, feel free to correct me. We won't hold um, But I've been kind of like diving into the culture. And I've actually had a friend who's, who's been poly for many, many years. So I've been aware of the lifestyle. Um, and the ups and downs to it, uh, but it's still new-ish to me. But what the show is, is kind of for those new people that are curious, that are like, something's not working, or something, I have a need, or I'm curious, monogamy's not working with me. I, I love the person that I'm with, but there's something missing. And I kind of equate it to that new Netflix show, Sex Life, where she has this happy marriage, She's got these two kids. She's attracted to her husband. He loves her, takes care of her, but she's missing in the bedroom and she's thinking about her husband. And it's like, she doesn't want to cheat. What if there's another way, right? So there's a lot of people not knowing anything outside of monogamy and monogamy doesn't work. You know, there's what, 50% <laughs> Statistically speaking, it does not work. Right. So this show is about people who are curious about what other options are there for them, you know, to stay with the relationship that they're with and find something new. Or if they're single, you know, find love with multiple people. Like what, what does a bisexual person do when you're dating one person and you have two different needs, right? So this show is, is about couples who are looking or something more, they may be a little nervous, they may be a little scared, mm -hmm. they don't really know what to do. So we're going to have experts on the show who will help guide them, who will kind of explain the parameters about like, how do you approach a, not just a relationship, but a relationship that involves three people, or, right. you know, there's different structures. This particular show is looking for couples of all sexual preferences and gender identities that are looking to find another partner to bring in um, and to create a new structure rather. And then for singles who would love to date and find love with a couple. So it's going to follow them throughout their journey of finding this you know, is so exciting. new structure, right? I'm just and listening to you and my heart is racing because I'm like, oh my God, this is so good that you are bringing this forward. Because there's so many questions. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. <laughs> well, I can't take credit. I did not develop it. I just get to cast it. But it, it's a tricky thing because there's um, there's people that are like monogamy, not monogamy, monogamy. And then there's people that are deep in the poly. And we're looking for those people that are making that transition. 
or looking to make that transition and would like help. And it'll be kind of interesting because it will be a new show for America to watch and be like, there is another way. Mm-hmm. This is how you go about doing it. Um, this is what the ups and the downs and, you know, how polyamory tests jealousy, how it expands your concept of love. What do you get out of it? Like, why, why are you, why is monogamy not working for you? And why do you think polyamory would? And then at the end of the show, we'll see, does this work for you? Does this not work for you? Does this work for you, but this is not the right person for you? Does this work for you, but this is not the right couple for you? So, you know, without judgment, I love this how so do you much. go about trying a new structure? That's what the show's about. I, 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 I'm so glad you, I felt so honored when you contacted me. Because I was like, if there's anything in the world that is that we were talking earlier about things we're good at, my passion is this moment. Because so many people, my parents were swingers. I'm a second generation. But poly wasn't something that they talked about. So when I entered the world of non-monogamy, which I've done my whole life, I entered as a swinger because I didn't know any better. And it wasn't until, it wasn't, swinging never worked. I shouldn't say never, that's not fair. For the most part, I struggled in swinging because there's a transactional place of swing. We show up to a party, you're hot, I'm hot, let's have sex. That I just, I'm that kind of girl that I really have to know you and like you to let you in my body. And, and that in of itself made it a little bit challenging because culturally they're just very different. And I was so excited to hear about this because that's one of the reasons I objected to like married and dating is the idea is that I, I cheated on my wife and now I have a girlfriend and now we're gonna be together. That's not Polly either. Polly is about transparency. It's about being open. It's about showing your card and saying, I'm going on a date. Like the other night, I went on a date. I had a wonderful time. Um, my husband is also Polly, and he spent the weekend at his girlfriend's in Austin. And it was, it was perfect because they had a great time and we had a great, and you know, I, I had a really great time. Let <laughs> me just say that. <laughs> All right. So, if so, so one of the things that I keep getting feedback for is um, within my groups is they want to know if they apply for this. Like, is this, is this one of those things that, that uh, the question is, what do I do about my job? Like, that's been such an interesting question that people ask. What do I do about my job if I apply? For it? How does that normally work in reality? Yeah. And that's a question we get all the time. You know, you have different structures of show like big brother, you're going to be away from your life for three months. You are away from your phone. You have to kind of tie that up. Some people have very flexible jobs. Some people can talk to their jobs and like, um, fine, take a leave of work. Some, some people have even like, with their jobs. And then, you know, that you have this new platform. This is not that this is going to be structured more. It has that docu-follow style where you're filming and you're shooting. So you're still going to be able to go to work. You're still going to be able to live your life. And then we shoot around that. So this structure is a little different than being away on an Island for six weeks. Um, it has that docu-follow style. I kind of compare it to married at first sight where you watch them and they're living their lives, which kind of makes sense. You know, it's easy to fall in love on an island when you have no distractions. What happens when you integrate your life with someone else? So everything. (laughs) Yeah. This one should not conflict too much with work. We'll have more details later. We don't exactly have the shoot dates yet. We're looking towards the end of this year, beginning of next year, but we'll figure it out. Basically, um, they'll, they'll have access to their phones, devices, be able to work. Okay. So my question next is, is about the, so here I am. I'll play it out. I'm the single I'm showing up and I've decided I want to be on the show. You guys like me. Here we go. How do you, 
you match me? Is there a matchmaking process? I mean, is it kind of like eHarmony and then, oh, it's eHarmony for Polly? What, what's, how does that work? Well, we, when we do the interviews, we do a deep dive. So we'll have you fill out an application that lists what you are looking for, what your personality is, what type, you're, what type of person inside and out you're looking for. And as we interview other people, um, we'll find out the same things about them. And then we pitch you to the producers as an option, and then they can decide if they want to move forward or not. And then we do have experts on the show that will kind of look at the final cast and kind of match you up. Um, the exact nature of the show, we're, we're still pinning things down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you could be, uh, as a single, introduced to a couple. You could click. You might not click. So there's, there's going to be a matchmaking process before you meet. Mm -hmm. um, this is not married at first sight where it's, you probably only just get one chance. I don't know. I can't imagine doing that. I just, want to, I just want to go on the record as saying, oh, that, that of all the shows in all the world, I think Survivor scared me the most. And this one's a close second. I mean, seriously. Oh no, Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid is a scary one. I know somebody who's on that show and he was telling me about it. And I thought, there's no way. Like there's just no, no, no. no. <laughs> To be naked in the, I mean, I've seen. Their I, mosquito I, bites I, alone will keep like me out of there. The bugs and the just, the private parts, like getting nipped on by, no, not for me, but for, I love watching it. But so. you rock on with yeah. your, right, yeah, it's one of those shows. I sit there at home and go, good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm going to sit right here. doing that show because it's so entertaining, but no, not for me, not for me, not for me. Oh my so, God. so they'll be able to meet the people. They will, um, now. Every so the interesting thing about Polly is that everyone does Polly their own. So you have kitchen table Polly, a parallel Polly, all of it. Hang on, you look. I'll, I'll phrase it. So kitchen table Polly means if you and I, and let's say a guy for our discussion, my husband, and are in a, in a polyamorous relationship, we all sit and talk about. I'm having a problem with you. That kind of kitchen table. But but parallel Polly means he and I have our relationship. You and he have your relationship, and never the two meet across which is not my jam at all. So are, I, I guess I'm curious how you're going to structure all, or I guess they're left to structure it and then tell you how they structured it. I think what we're ideally looking for, but we've, we've discovered that because there's a lot of different forms that polyamory can take, right? Just like you mentioned. But I think what we're looking for, and obviously, you know, for future shows or spinoff shows, there's going to be different explanations, but we can't cover everything, everything. in one show. So I think right. the focus on this right now is looking for couples that are looking to form a partnership with another person and fully be involved all together to not have the splinters. But things happen, right? So if a single meets a couple, she or he or they may be clicking with one partner more than the other, and that can naturally happen in life, right? So, but I think the main thrust of the show is uh, a couple looking for a new partner and a single looking to join a couple and kitchen table poly. Yeah. So everyone's in it together. There's going to be experts talking about them together, what they're looking for, what they're struggling with, but we're not going to force a relationship. So if one is clicking with more than the other, we discuss that, but it's, it's, we're not looking for couples that are looking to have one for one partner and one for the other. It is that triad kind of triad. function. Exactly. Um, are you only looking typically in, I, I'm going to say stereotypically, people are looking for a female, single bisexual, they, they're called unicorns in our world and it's Absolutely single bisexual not. female. So it could be a yeah. single bisexual male. It could be a single straight male. 
any of that. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. Important. You know, we want to have representation on the show. That is extremely important. Um, we want to have all the sexual diversity, gender identity, um, everything. So we're going to have a variety of couples, you know, male, male, female, female, male, female, transgender, oh, non-binary. We want everything. So it is not, this is not a unicorn hunting show. Full stop. I am so happy right now. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Because okay. that's, that, that's the stereotype, right? right? You have, you know, Hugh Hefner with his two women or whatever. That's the stereotype. We want to do a real show about really people exploring polyamory. And that's the rainbow, isn't it? So we want the rainbow. Okay. All right. This is good for you and I to have had this dialogue because you found me on Facebook and LinkedIn, but I am part of a kink community well because I'm, I'm involved in all the sex and I will post this here because that little bit of information helped me know where else to post it so I will make sure to, to share this here all right Great. so if any when is the deadline first of all when what's the latest time someone can apply so the latest time it's okay so we wrap casting August 13th so the latest anyone can really apply is August 6th the, fir the first step in the process is to submit application and it is at creative content tv dot com backslash modern love backslash and if you go to that website you can apply as a couple or as a single so there's okay. two different applications that will that will deal with that and then the casting agents we will review all the applications give them a call have a little chat find out about them if it's a fit we'll set them up with a casting producer um, for a Zoom interview, just like we're doing right now. And it's like, you shoot the shit for 20, 30 minutes. You talk about yourself. It is for internal purposes only. It's not for air. This is to get to know you, to see if you're a right fit for the show. It's a chance for you to ask any questions. Um, if it is a fit, we edit it down to a short presentation reel that we can send over to the producers to view. If you're a fit, we go from there. We'll have more details. We'll be able to disclose the network that it is for. It is for a premium streaming network. I didn't it's even want to mention it because I didn't want Everyone to Everyone wants it. to be on. <laughs> so we are doing a high-end version. This is not a low-end show. It's a premium show for premium couples because it's about like the couple next door, right? Mm -hmm. This is not like... Now, I love all types. I've got hippie friends. I'm a little hippie myself, but this is not for that super stereotype like oh only only this type of people do poly everyone does poly oh my god everyone does it it's so interesting because as i mentioned earlier about you know i was a, i was a swinger swinging lifestyle every ad on every swinger swingers date club any of the swinger sites they all say this in the couples where we would love to find a girl it's always for a girl we'd love to find a girl that we can hang out with and enjoy in and out of the bedroom kind of the, the framework. And every time I read that, I think that's Polly. You guys just don't know it. <laughs> but I just want to point this out. It's Polly. But when it comes down to it, it's a hard, it's a harder game. Like I'm so excited about this because Polly is a, Polly is a simple concept. It gets deep really fast. And the, because the emotions get deep. Really fast. And, and there's a fearlessness about people who are Polly. They have to be willing to go in those icky spaces and look. You're absolutely right. And, um, I've really only been involved in polyamorous relationships unless I've been cheated on, right? right. And I, you never have those conversations like, what are you looking for? What is okay? What's not? This is what I like. And I'm like, what I kind of love about the poly community is like, 
let's have a dialogue. Oh, I, I'm not ready for you to touch me there yet. Yeah. Like calm down, like straight men can be very aggressive. They don't talk about consent. And the poly community is very consent-based. Yes. Um, so I love that about it. And I'm like, can we have that more in monogamous relationships? You know, it's funny you say that because part of Polly originally kind of fell under the kink world because it was this different thing, right? And after having been in the swinging world and, you know, I know I know monogamous people and then being in the kink world and the poly world, I always said that, you know, kink, kinky people could teach the world how to behave because in the, in the swinging lifestyle, the answer is touch me until I say no. And in the kink community is you don't touch me until I say yes. And it's such a beautiful balance. I got so much information in the King community about acceptance and consent and how to behave well. It, it just always surprised me that, that it wasn't more prevalent in, our, in, our, in the vanilla world, if you will, or even in the swinging world. So right. I'm so, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you how excited I am. All right, so. Wait, and the vanilla world is the one that's like, well, you kink people and the kink people are like, we're more moral than you. And so much more. I have yeah. to tell you the worst dates I've ever had are with vanilla guys. Yep. Oh yeah. That's what I'm like. I'm They're horrible. <laughs> you know, it's like, I have this, so I, I do a couple of live events and one of the classes that I'm putting together says vanillas have no game mm. because vanilla, they just maul you. And I'm like, let, why don't you let me lead the kiss and watch how much more you get kissed. Yeah. They're afraid. They're afraid to have those conversations. They're like, mm -hmm. here, have a drink. Well, like community doesn't do that. And so this is, yeah, that's why this show is a little bit like, don't judge us. This is what we do. Maybe you can learn something from us. So, but anyways, um, oh, it's going to trigger a lot of people, this jealousy part of it. Sure. Sure. I was watching, um, seeking cause I was watching seeking sister wife, right. Recently and same type of thing, but they were, it wasn't about the religious part of it. It was very simple. He wanted to have another wife. She was willing. And then when the other wife showed up, she was classic losing her mind. And I was like, yep, I get it. I've been there. I know that girl. I've been that girl. I get it. But it's a hard journey out of that. And so she, and it's, you can always tell when they get a little ginchy, when they go, well, my husband, it's no longer Bob. It's my husband. I'm like, oh, there's the ownership game. I love this game. Yes, it is. Well, because it can really drag up a lot of childhood stuff and feeling wanted and needed. So that's what terrifies me about Polly. So like there's things I admire about it, the consent and the communication. And the terror is oh God. the feeling less than, feeling not enough, feeling that why can't I be everything for you? But it's crazy to think one person can have everything that you need, but then, then you feel like the reverse, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't I have everything you why need? Why am I not well, enough? You don't have everything I need, but why can't I? So it does drag that up. So that's the part that terrifies me about mm -hmm. the lifestyle. And that's what excites me about the show is you'll have someone working through that with you. And the thing is you need to be kind of solid in who you are as a person to have any kind of relationship, monogamous or not. So that's kind of interesting. So to, to go with Polly, like you really have to be solid in who you are. It was four years before I came out to my husband that I was Polly. Because we've been consensual. We, so we were married 22 years. We've been non-monogamous the whole time. Had our first threesome before we were married. But when I discovered Polly, I couldn't tell him. Because I would read the books and I would feel triggered. It was okay for me to fall in love with somebody, but I had to sit with the idea that he would. And I would close the book and I'd get mad. And it, but it was four years that I, it, I think it took me four years to read a couple of the books because I would put it down and I really had to process my own feelings. But it was four years before I came out to him. And I said, here, and the way I explained it to him was, you know how you don't love Broadway? 
you know how you don't love going to the theater with me? He's like, yeah. I said, I would like to sit next to someone in the theater that loves it like I do. And, and that was such an easy, soft, no energy, no fight, no personal drama starting place. I am so excited. Cherish, I am thrilled. I'm, I, I'm obviously going to apply to be one of the experts, but I'm so thrilled whether I'm an expert or not that you are doing this, that, th- that this, is me, this is happening because this is going to change the world. The more we figure out that you get exponential love by loving more, I used to think it would be less. If he loved somebody, I got less because that made sense to me. If we have a pie and you take a piece of my pie, I now have less pie. And love just doesn't work that way. So I, I can't even wait. All right. So if any, so any last minute advice for anybody wanting to apply anything, any last minute tidbit, come on, you're a casting agent. Oh yeah. Come on, go ahead. I'm waiting. If you are nervous, just apply. Cause that's what we're looking for. We're looking for people that are a little nervous about this, that have some questions, just putting an application does not commit you to the process. It, you know, we can give you a call. We can talk you through it. If it's a fit, it's a fix. And we move forward. If it's not, then no harm, no foul. You know, we can do an interview. If after the interview, it's not comfortable for it, we don't move forward. So there's no risk. Okay. So who's excited? <laughs> I got to tell you, after the interview, I was like, holy crap, you worked on RuPaul's Drag Race? Like, I saw all of the things she did after that. And I was like, yeah, that's us. Two wild orchids crowd. Yep. We got called for this. We got tapped on the shoulder and said, hey, you are my people. August 6th, this is the deadline. And don't forget, this month, July 29th, check out on F- HBO Max, her new show premiering, f-boy island until next time i'm gonna do me you're gonna do you and no matter what we call the show we're still gonna do an unfucking believable fabulous us